This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. <laughs> Hi, we do the good. Hello, Marissa Roberto. Hi. Hello, everybody um, watching us on Twitch. Hi. Or if you're, pre, you know, watching us later, you uh, you saved it to your uh, PVR type device. Or you just went online and found us because we're there. Or you just found us or, uh, or Twitch uh, put us on the front page for a second and you don't know what the hell you're watching. Hello. Oh, hi there. We, we talk about games on this show. We talk we about uh, everything nerdy. and. Uh, but also Gilmore Girls. A lot of Gilmore Girl talk, so get ready for that. Shall we go? Let's let's <laughs> dissect uh, season three, episode four. No. Okay, but I, we're okay. going to talk about the Star Wars trailer right away. Yes, we are. That's, that's top of mind along with many other things. What a week. In this universe. But... I do want to say, since I just mentioned Gilmore Girls, yeah. I feel like you Is and Harrison I... Is Harrison Ford in it? No, he's okay. not. But uh, I would like to challenge you, yes. and I want you to challenge me. So I okay. want to challenge you to watch one, like the first season of Gilmore Girls. Whole, just the a whole season? Just the first season. Okay. Just the first season of All Gilmore right. Girls. Try to get into it. I okay. feel like you would like it only because of the mother-daughter relationship okay. and how it would relate to your wife and your daughter. Okay. Okay? Now I challenge uh, you to watch... Yes, so you challenge ho- me now. Uh, homicide, Life on the Street. Which okay. is the precursor to uh, The Wire. Okay. And uh, I think was a big uh, television show. It was a network television show, but it was so gritty and realistic. Is it and, something I can binge on Netflix? Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah, right. it's an amazing show. And okay. you'll see a lot of people that you know. A lot of actors went on to do really big things off of that show. These sound like two completely opposing yes. things. But there's a lot of actors that just make appearances in Gilmore Girls. I, I've heard good things about that. you see in everything now. So. I, I'm a fan of good things. I will yeah. watch something cool. I, I mean, it's not... Whatever. It I heard The Good Wife the is a really good show, too. The Good Wife is so I heard good. It's good. I, I mean, so great. But I, another Gilmore Girls tie-in, because the dude that plays Logan in Gilmore Girls is the main dude in Gilmore. Have you seen in, The Six in, Feet Under run? No. That's an incredible show. Okay, so which one do you want me to watch? I, I want you to write, watch Homicide, because okay, nobody Homicide. talks about how cool that show was. And it was so really groundbreaking. Uh, but this is the kind of world that we're in right now. We yeah. are inundated with amazing choices. We binged on Daredevil last weekend. I want to binge on it again. That was... That was a violent binge. But that was a violent binge. There is so much good material to yeah. play, watch, sit mm-hmm. back, go well to the theaters. Uh, this week, though, in particular, I think we have to give the week to Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Uh, the uh, The panel was really cool. Everybody could watch it, and a lot that of people so lined cool. up. And JJ bought pizzas for everybody that was in line for the night, the like the night before. And uh, wow. you know, so it was. It was, nice. it was a real love fest, yeah. and all, like uh, Mark Hamill was there, Carrie Fisher was there, Peter Mayhew, Anthony Daniels. But your Daniels. boyfriend wasn't there. No, Harrison Ford was not there. Oscar Isaac was there. Um, John Boyega, and who is the other? Daisy and Daisy Ridley. Ridley. Uh, so a, a nice meshing of old and new, mm-hmm. and uh, that was nice. It was really cool, yeah. and I think everybody was really, uh, you know, emotional and nostalgic and. Had wonderful things to say. Feeling the love. Harrison Ford was not there. No, but you know what though? We won't we won't talk about it because our review can't air until next week. But you did get some Harrison I Ford did. in last night when we after the uh, uh, yeah, the amazing here. Harrison Ford reveal at the end of yes. the Star Wars trailer, which yeah. uh, I think sent chills down. Well, it sent chills down my spine. I don't know if it sent chills down your it spine. Did. You know what? I was not expecting the chills. I was not no. expecting the chills at all, and it happened. And it happens every time I watch it. He, I just tested it again voice. before we came here. It is his voice, but it's also the music and the ambience. It just throws you right in, so we're going into it right Let's now. watch it. Let's yeah, take well, two minutes, again. and we'll watch this awesome trailer. Ridiculous. I know. The giant star destroyer. I mean, this almost looks like the Force Unleashed in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, I love it. The Force is strong in my family. Oh, my father has it. Right. Well, I was gonna ask about that. Has it? Does that mean that his father is no, somehow it's just, alive? It's just because it's. I have it. Okay. So it's a it's a throwback to get us to remember that the Force permeates more than just Luke Skywalker. It didn't yes. die with him, or it doesn't die with him. You have that power too. Amazing. So he upgraded. This is uh, version 4.0 of his hand, I think. That's Luke. Right. That's Luke. Yeah. <laughs> 
actually not sure if people can hear us right now. No, they can. I think they can. Oh, man. Here it comes. New stormtroopers. We're home. Oh my God! It was your boyfriend. He oh. was there with you. Oh my God! So damn cool. Yes, it sent chills down my spine. My all my hairs on my arm went up. I immediately took screen grabs and stuff from every every device I had connected to the internet. Uh, yeah, it's... you along with the rest of the world. <laughs> uh, no, it was a really cool thing, and the fact that Twitter was blowing up and that. They had their own um, little emoticons whenever you hashtag anything from just watching the yeah. event. Like that—that's that pretty special. Very shrewd, except Disney uh, effed up on the on the CP3O emoji, and then uh, Anthony Daniels trolled Disney, which was incredible. He went up on stage and said, uh, "I'm now a hashtag <laughs> CP3PO." <laughs> incredible. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So you know that. That was kind of a magic moment for uh, a lot any, of people. Yeah, anybody that's ever had a fondness for this franchise, Faith Restored, which sure. I think could have been the new subtitle for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, but you know, I'm, and I'm looking at the a 1977 Star Wars poster that's up on my wall right now as I yeah. say this, but it's up up to now the uh, the filmmakers to deliver and to actually build us that movie that they're promising us. Well, you know? I just. Hopes are up now. Hopes are up. Yeah. And every single thing that I see now, I just feel like even the characters, these new characters, I feel like I already love. Yeah. And I, that's a lot of pressure on them. That is a lot of pressure on them, but you can see how much they love it and how much they just enjoy being a part of this world. And who wouldn't? I mean, this is an amazing thing to have for an acting career. My yeah. God, these yeah. people have just won the lottery. Totally, yeah. but there, there's something more. I mean, I feel like there's a need for something this universal, you know? Yeah. Like, I, whether it, I, I mean, there are, there are maybe, tw you know, 20, 30 properties out there that reach like Star Wars does. Yeah. And I, we clamor for this stuff. We want it. We want to you know, have the faith for it. And it's because right. those first three movies were so beyond imagination, you yeah. know, like that culmination and that collaborative kind of spirit to build those things when they didn't really know, they were a bunch of kids, really, right. you know, all of them. Yes. They didn't know what they had, and they found it, and they discovered it, and, and this generation that was growing up with that just was, the, the, you know, the imaginative uh, explosion that happened in minds all over the world yeah. was something to behold, and I think that we want to retain that, and it's been very hard for anybody else creating any other IP to get anything close to this. Yeah. And what's amazing is they, they tarnished the brand and everybody knows it. And there's there's this veiled, you know, apology about all of the stuff that the choices that they're doing with this. Which is good. Which is good, yeah. Yes. I mean, they're talking about using real sets and mm -hmm. shooting on location yes. and, you know, the real props. They even brought up that uh, BB-88, I think is his name. Or what's the ball droid? It's BB-88, yeah. BB-88. They brought, they brought the working... The working model, the yeah. one that actually can run on a ball, yeah. and that blew everybody's mind. It's like, no, how is that even happening? How is that even possible? But it's possible. The future. Yeah, and it's I mean, here. it looks physical. It looks like they're really in these spots, so it's not going to just be a bunch of green screen work. And no, well, that and that first opening shot was supposed to was not Tatooine, right? Yes, was, no, that's not Tatooine. No, it's something else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. We're yeah. in a whole new world. We are in a whole new world, and and uh, you know. I, I think the pressure's on. JJ said it, uh, but I think they're going to deliver. I think this is going to be a phenomenal escape yeah. that we really want and need, and it will uh, it will make up for a lot. Well, I mean, hopefully it'll yeah. make up for a lot. These trailers seem to be making up for a lot. That's yeah. for sure. I guess we'll have to wait until yes. Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but there are a few. Uh, we'll talk. We'll keep the Star Wars talk going because um, clearly we have other trailers. To get into, we're going to be playing Star Wars video games very soon as well, but uh, I do want to touch on the fact that uh, you could have been at this event. I could have been at this event. <laughs> and, I, and I want to talk to you about that uh, for Jose a is at this event right now. He was always going to go to this event, and the minute that you know, I knew that this Battlefront, we're watching some of the Battlefront yeah. stuff behind us right now, yeah. this looks like movie footage. This is so I goddamn know. beautiful. It's ridiculous. It's so true. But the minute that I knew this was happening, I was like, uh, and I knew there were going to be Force Awakens stuff there. I was like, I, I, I have to go. I mean, right. I mean, EP was really born out of my love for all of this sure. stuff from Star Wars back and in the day. And you were supposed I was supposed to go, and then we heard word that the Avengers screening for us was going to be uh, today. Today, yeah. And I also knew that Jose 
you know, I was going to be stealing camera time and, and like doing all of these interviews Aww. and stuff, and he really wanted to do it, and he was yeah, already going. Yeah. So both of those factors played into it, but of course the Avengers screening has been moved. We did not see it yet, and it would have been this morning, which would have culminated the most incredible geek week I think yeah. I've ever had in my, because right. we had Daredevil, we've had the Ant-Man trailer, we've had yeah. both of these Star Wars things, all yeah. of this stuff happening, and would have been capped off with Avengers, and I probably would have died on the weekend, but uh, <laughs> no, they moved, they moved the Avengers. Now. So now next week gets to be cool. No, I know, but yeah. so the only reason that you're here now is because of me and Vic's basement, because you needed to be here yeah, with me. Yeah, of course, and that was the other thing, too. Yeah. You'd be missing. You would be but here I alone, because Jones is still in New York. I know, but I, so I feel bad. I oh. say that I feel bad, because this, I mean, this, this is a big event this that is you awesome. didn't go to. And we all get Here's to share and, Darth and discuss. Vader. Darth Vader oh, at the end. Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah, so you get to play as Darth Vader yes. in Star Wars Battlefront. It doesn't look like... I mean, it looks incredible, but it looks like they've and just... Boba Fett. They've, they've and taken, Boba Fett. They've taken... Oh, my God. So gorgeous. <laughs> like, he can do anything. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it looks like they've just taken the incredible design work and the ideas and the philosophies that Pandemic built and just mm. super resed yeah. it, you know, and just given us even more out of the goodie bag. But it's... Well, uh, and, but that's fine. Like, that's, that's all we want out of more Sure. And I love that they're going into the original trilogy world. I love that. And yeah. how they announced that, that we're already going to get DLC that bridges the gap between uh, the original trilogy and The Force Awakens. Oh, for sure. Which yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Love that. Because I love how uh, just being a gamer and playing it, you'll get to bridge the gap. Yeah. Right? That'll be just for us. Uh, which I really like. I like feeling special in that sense. Well, here's the thing. With the, with the Star Wars, there's been, even with the, uh, you know, the disappointment with the clone trilogy... Mm. Uh, there were great games associated with that stuff, and there was other great fiction associated with it. The animated series was excellent. The, the, so good. The Getty Tartofsky, is that was that his name? He was, he was the original animator. He went on to do uh, Samurai Jack and other things. Mm. But he built a, a Clone Wars mini uh, animated episodic thing that aired on Cartoon Network, and that kind of spurred on the whole CG Star Wars Clone Wars stuff. Oh. I think that was uh, after Samurai Jack. Was it after? Well, all of that work was incredible, and... There's been a lot of really good things associated with Star Wars, even though those three movies really stand out. Although I, I still kind of like Episode Three, uh, but you those those movies really like stand out as as uh, kind of low points. Uh, so, but now if we get good movies, incredible looking games, and new fiction being created, we are in you know kind of heaven with this stuff, and it's yeah. okay to love all of it again, you know. Well, of course, I think. Well, for me, it's always been okay to love it because what's Speaking happening. Speaking of which, I have oh, okay. my, my latest micro fighter. I didn't have my You're, 15 minutes to build this. He's yet. been very jumpy these last few days, Mr. Uh, Lucas. You've a jumpy been, toy break. You, you, yeah. You're very jumpy and you're freaking me out a little bit, but it's fine. I get it. You're hyper from all this stuff. Of course. And you're like, you don't even need sugar in your life. You just need this Star Wars. I, I mean, I feel like uh, Hollywood and the games industry is just like, Vic, what would you like? What, um, what, it, let what, me serve it yeah, on this what, what, silver platter. Oh, okay. You would like a Daredevil series that really adheres to the Frank Miller comic books and is really gritty and dark and, and uh, a little depressing, but uh, but has meaning and, and weight and gives yep. you a, a villain that kind of, uh, you know, makes you feel empathetic. Done. Yes, it says meaty Daredevil with some au jus. No problem. Yeah, there it is. Uh, you want Ant-Man and the Atom? Okay. We'll, we'll make that happen. We'll make an Atom TV show and no we will make an Ant-Man uh, movie. To Why show not? you that tiny superheroes can with, still kick uh, ass. I think the greatest casting ever, with Paul it Rudd. looks like, in this movie. Well, yeah. Evangeline Lilly and Paul Rudd. I, not no, too sure. EP's Evangeline Sorry. Lilly. Sorry. With EP's <laughs> Evangeline Lilly. I like you take possession of that. Uh, with EP's Evangeline Lilly rocking an awesome cut. Yeah. Love the bangs. Love the bob. I think she got that good. idea because she met. Uh, I showed her pictures of my of, daughter. Of Ruby. So yeah. she's got the Ruby look she's going. She's got the Ruby look. Love it. Uh, Paul Rudd, honestly, I can't. I just fall more and more in love with this man he, the more I he, see him. He, and he's all our boyfriend. He's, yeah. he's everyone's he's boy, boyfriend. He's boyfriend to everyone. He's so boyfriend material. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, you know very... who, who else is, though, is Brandon Routh. He's a really oh. awesome Adam. He's, he's doing a fantastic okay. job on the show. I know you're not as enthused. but That's fine. He's, yeah. he's so charming. He's such a likable big lug, you know, in, okay. in that show. And I, I, I hope people are watching Flash and Arrow because he's killing it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't want you to take attention away from Paul okay, Rudd we'll right talk now, more but Paul it's Rudd. fine. Uh, no, he just looks so strong, but I love how funny he is. He's going to add this character, like his humor to this character. I like the Thomas the Tank Engine uh, 
train bit. That was pretty funny. Right. <laughs> and then just falls down. You don't see that in hero that, movies. Do that it. feels like maybe it was a holdover from Edgar Wright's time sure. spent. On, like, I could see him storyboarding something like that. Oh, yeah. And it also feels a little bit like uh, um, the Lego movie. Oh. You know, I think the Lego movie kind of opened the doors for people to have some real fun with this kind of stuff. Sure. And that, that is what's incredible with Marvel. Like, we have Daredevil, which couldn't ble so be bleaker right? with, like, heads exploding yeah. and people getting beat to death with hammers. Yeah. And then Ant-Man gets hit by uh, Thomas the Tank Engine the next day. It's like, what the? That's incredible, man. That's, that's breadth. Um, I do have concern, though, over Michael Douglas. Why? Because he creeps you out? Mildly. Mildly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't defend you got why. Well, he's a good actor. He's he's a good actor. He's 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 one of these old dudes that's uh, still able to deliver it. Why? You just think he's too cheeseball? Too hammy? Like, okay, but here, I feel like it's going to have the same effect on me that... Um, As Gordon Gekko did? No. Uh, Liberace? No! Not Liberace. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to kill me now because... Uh, Romancing the Stone? No! Stop! <laughs> Wait. Uh, hold on. Let me call no, it. No, no. Okay, so Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, and he's... Oh. Batista? No. No, stop. What? No. Michael Douglas he reminds was, you of Batista? He was the natural in the natural. Ugh. Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Okay. Um, All right. Just name escaped my brain. Uh, right. Because I didn't like... I didn't like him... In the movie, I didn't like him in the movie. I because he he was acting like out of era. He was just he was just acting like he was acting like oh this is a really good actor and now he's there and he's acting and I feel like with these veterans maybe sometimes I don't know maybe I just expect more from them. I, this is getting ageist this okay. conversation, I'm but sorry. but I think there might be something to this because uh, I think what might happen with the older actors if they're not working all the time yeah. is I think what happens with acting is styles change with eras. Sure. You know, and sure. James Dean was a great you know huge catalyst for a new way of motion picture acting. Yeah. And he and in the movies that he made, he only made a few. He always stood out as being this amazing naturalist yeah. next to all of these converted stage actors oh. who used to kind of sit and stage themselves and deliver their lines as if they were delivering it off of a theater stage. Mm. And then here comes James Dean and he's all sulky and he's rubbing his head and he's just, you know, like he, he was yeah. just always just, much yeah. more rooted in uh, teen angst and, sure. and reality. Sure. And I think that might happen with some of the old guard if mm. they don't constantly stay in the game. And, they and, have to adapt, and sometimes yeah. they're such big stars that they don't work all the time. Mm. I don't think she, uh, Douglas is the same as uh, Redford, Redford, though. No, because Redford also flips back and forth between directing and, and acting. Yeah. And I think acting became less of an important thing. So. Sure. And, I, you know, when he saw, when I saw, um, uh, Cap 2 on Blu-ray, mm -hmm. that performance does not stand out the way that it stands out on the big screen. It's, okay. it's It meshes a little bit more with the story. Oh, right. That's where it's from Cap, not yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. We saw a lot of superhero movies. <laughs> and so, many, many, many uh, more to come. And so many more to come. My yes. God, I can't even... Now it feels like the wave is about to hit. I, I mean, Black Panther and um, Doctor Strange and Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel, uh, and the Wonder Woman news also hit this oh, okay. week. okay, I don't, I don't like... Michelle McLaren's off the picture. I don't, I don't know like if you that. guys have been reading about this. This is a, a lady that we had the pleasure to meet. She came into the studio. We interviewed her about her work on Breaking Bad and Breaking uh, Game Bad, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. This woman yeah. is good. This woman is good, and I just feel like... Awesome lady to talk to, too. She so. was so smart. The so cool. to the EP Live interview will be in the chat moment. Oh, oh we'll, sweet. Blake's going to post the uh, the actual link so you can watch that interview. It was like a nice long hour. We were both oh, God, she was just blown away so with her... Uh, stoic. I love that woman. Well, just her, her smarts and her uh, experience and her yeah. stories. and I think she was totally fit for the job. I just read Definitely. the Variety report on what happened. What and happened? basically, uh, uh, and this is conjecture because nobody's going to go on the record, right? But uh. basically, she got the, the gig. And I think like all of these meta franchise things that are happening where there's a lot of moving parts, mm -hmm. everything has to be uh, tested. Every idea has to be tested yeah. through the ranks of executives sure. uh, to see if these things are going to be suitable money makers. Mm -hmm. And Wonder Woman, as she envisioned it, was going to be a, a, a much more action-oriented uh, origin story with lots of war-type scenes to kind of show that she's a kick-ass warrior. Sounds good to me. But Warner Brothers, I think, wants a more character-driven, 
psychological, like let's get into the into the mind of this person, which could be great too. Right, but she could also have gotten into the mind of. Well, we don't know what the script is going to be, but basically they threw it to right. five other writers, and they didn't like Michelle Michelle's direction or take on it. And so they, it was just a, a total conflict right from the beginning. So she, she bolted. So she's off of the thing. Well. And now it's going to be like another uh, female director, which is great news. Okay. I think that's awesome. She directed Monster with Charlize Theron. I forget her name. I think it's Betty something. Blake will search it for us. Uh, but she, uh, she's now stepping into the reins. And they wasted no time. Like Michelle McLaren was off of it. Patty like, Jenkins. Patty Jenkins is the, the new director. But uh, Michelle was off of it. Like on Wednesday and by yes, by yesterday, mm. Tuesday I think, and by by yesterday, Patty Jenkins was announced as the new director of Wonder Woman, because right. they're trying to hit their targets. But sure. I, I don't. I mean, I just want a good movie. Well, I told, and now we're going to talk a little bit about Batman versus Superman, which is leaked, and it's the yeah. it's, uh, the IMAX thing that's going to be coming out on uh, on Monday. Uh, presumably, maybe Warner Brothers is going to do more than just show the the two minute uh, teaser that uh, has leaked out there. It's it's terrible footage. It's very yeah. dark. Yeah, but that's and we can't show it to we you. We can't show it because it's, it's not legal. Yeah, it's not legit. We, and we don't we don't want WB to t put a takedown notice on on this they either. But uh, uh, yeah, of course we've all watched it. Anybody that's a yeah. fan of this stuff. And uh, you know, I'm I think. I'm hoping to see some Wonder Woman, but fine. Yeah, we didn't see any any Wonder Woman. We no. don't really get to see Affleck doing any real acting. He says a couple things. He just we, kind of stares. We don't get yeah. to see that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, There's a thing by Blake. He says, "Do you bleed?" You that, I mean, I believed it. I believed it for a second. I watched that trailer about 15 times. And oh my god. I, I don't know if it was because I couldn't make out any of the details, mm. but, but I don't know if it's that. But I was also fascinated with the little bits of detail that were in there. I think yeah. Charlie Rose is one of the first communicators in the thing, or it sounds just like Charlie Rose at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, and they have Neil deGrasse Tyson in there as well. Do they? The, oh. the yeah, I think, all the, I think all the voices at the start are all like real media people. Like, yeah, so yeah, it's an interesting analysis, but it feels like they're teeing up a very Civil War-like type storyline for this, which is the next Captain America movie, if you're not, you're not following along, uh, which is the... Um, uh, sort of the global government kind of uh, coming to grips with these new meta humans and superpowered mm -hmm. beings yeah. and uh, at first idolizing them and then recognizing the you know the peril and the threat that they pose sure. and that's Batman being five steps ahead and this is all ripped from Frank Miller's work as well hat tip to Frank Miller today uh, but it, it you know I think I think it's it, we're being set up for a pretty cool psychologically intense action oh, movie yeah. that will look great but it does look dark as hell yeah it looks and, very dark and it looks depressing as hell sure you know? uh i just and I maybe michelle maybe michelle saw all that and you know and just said no i, I don't believe in any of this stuff i want to have a different kind of imprint nah. on her thing maybe you know? i don't know who knows but who knows? uh i need we need to talk about this whole batman versus superman thing because yeah. i don't like why? I know that I know that it's in the comics. I get that. Yeah. But but why? Why start the the franchise off like that? Sure. Like well, I don't understand. First of all, first of all, if you think about it, and you just take both sides of it. Yeah. Superman is supposed to be Superman. Like he can do anything and destroy anyone I except love, for Kryptonite. Like a Kryptonite comes in, that's it. I love that we get to talk about Man of Steel again because I feel like that is an underappreciated movie, the and, first film. And Man of Steel, no, I didn't like Man of Steel. I okay? know a lot of people did. But and he destroyed a lot of buildings and and people lost a lot of lives. Okay. So for Superman, okay. I mean, you killed a lot of people bro so yeah. i understand well, batman being upset here's the thing yeah about man of steel what? he's not superman no one knows him as superman yet he is not a hero he is this kid that wears the the colors of his home world and has come to earth and no one knows what the hell he's doing he's done a couple of things where he's saved a few things but nobody has this uh, understanding of what threat has faced earth and who this character is and what he's okay. doing and all he and he through the course of the film this is his origin story to the point where he finally recognizes that he has to be earth's hero at the end of the film and he also chooses humanity over krypton which is an unbelievable sacrifice he kills the only link to his homeworld that he had 
and 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 crushes and stamps that out, that possibility out. His okay. homeworld was being recrafted on Earth, and he said, "No, mm. I'm saving Earth." Okay. So nobody knows that he's this hero, including him, until the very end, and that's the threat that Batman recognizes as we're going into this thing. Because okay. he doesn't know what the hell this, this being is. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know what his intentions are. Okay. He's seen the devastation. But now we get to see the real formation of Superman as a character and his real desire to be this thing. And also Batman's uh, absolutely correct suspicions of this new character. Okay. And that's exactly how Batman would approach the uh, you know, the news that a super being was on Earth. That's exactly what he would do. He would like look at him and study him and get his weaknesses and equip himself with the armor. And then he would go to battle with the guy to see, you know, and take him down because okay. he would want to not have his city or his citizens or his world threatened like that. So it sure. all makes sense. Okay, fine. I understand Batman having beef with him. Then I I appreciate that. But. Yeah. Why would Superman, I know not yet Superman, but why would he have beef with Batman just because Batman has beef with him? What's his deal? I, I don't think we see Superman get angry until he is um, in this movie. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. But I, I would suspect I that to... Cavill is on a, uh, or the, the, the this Superman is now on a quest to... Um, engage Earth and to get people to believe him and understand and he'll probably start they'll start the movie with press about him maybe the Lois Lane interview or something like that sure. so that some of that mystery is kind of dropped off a little bit from the guy and I, I but think I hate that speedy let's get into it right away fill everyone in with an interview I I think it's fascinating I think that's that's the that's the unspoken thing about uh, the Snyder take on this mm. it was different and but it's also there it's gritty and it was way creepier and more violent than we're used to with this character but i i i don't know there's something about it that uh i i really like i liked crow i liked costner i liked diane lane in the movie uh i i, I just didn't like lois lane she was the weakest part of the thing yeah. yeah yeah i agree with you but uh i just i still don't i still don't understand how batman actually could think that he could take on Superman. Once he studies him and realizes that he's from a different freaking planet, yeah. Batman is a man. He's 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 a human being, which is why we all relate to him and love him so much. Yeah. But Superman is this god, like he. Well, Batman's the character that's that uh, believes absolutely in him himself and his ability and his intelligence to understand any threat, any situation, and even if he will fail, which he knows in the back of his mind he will, he'll yeah. still try. So well, he would, I he, would that. he would suit up for anything. He's my homie. <laughs> no, really, you gotta love him. No, he would suit up for anything. He goes up against Killer Croc. He goes up against Clayface. He yeah. goes up against uh, you know mobs of of. of sure, uh, but these are all again humans that have been transformed into something else. Sure. Yeah. So this is this is another being completely like their strengths should not even come close to matching yeah the, you know what's cool though is that both of the characters uh, allow for a lot of parameter to mm -hmm. kind of mix and match and i don't know if this version of superman is as all-powerful as okay. previous okay um which makes him a little more attainable and and, we'll, and honestly on a fictional level on a on a uh, on a contrasting with the rest of the universe around the character yeah. he shouldn't be able to just keep finding new abilities and do everything and be totally invulnerable except for a green rock you know well, there should be the more thing. things that there's, can take down superman more. i think more yeah. people would love and appreciate superman if he was if he had more flaws yeah um, than just the kryptonite. So I guess we'll just see what happens. I, st I, I have to see to believe it, I suppose, but I didn't read any of the comics that yeah. featured this battle. So I don't know how it actually shakes out. Uh, you know, and people keep talking about Superman as, as kind of the light out there. They re reference the Richard Donner, uh, in, you know, incredible first Superman, which is still one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and... I, uh, but the truth is, the character has had many permutations mm -hmm. and many different kinds of things, and uh, he's had grit. And I think the biggest thing about Superman is that there is a tremendous sadness around the character. Yeah, you know, for sure. Life is constantly in jeopardy around him, or it's been killed. You know, and he yeah. still has to uh, he has to fight through all of that and still be a source of light for other people. You know, and 
that's why he talks about hope in the first movie. Sure, yeah. yes, there's virtue there, definitely. So who I, do I we... I hope I'm not the only one that but, liked that first movie, but, but I, I, I feel like you are, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but then if this is supposed to be Batman versus Superman, which it is, yeah. then who do you who do you cheer for? Like, who whose side can you get on? Well, here's what happens you, with Batman versus Superman. Okay. They, uh, well, they discover the intentions of each other. No, of course, yes. And then they become the best of friends. The, the very best of friends. Sure, Justice League. We, we know that has to happen because the Justice League movie comes out a yeah. year later. Definitely. So, yeah. Yes, but, I know that's going to happen. But, but even, even amongst first. all of the other characters in the DC universe, mm. Clark and Bruce Wayne are the very best of friends for many, many, many Isn't years. Isn't that interesting, though, how yeah. that happens? Because that's usually how guys do it. Like when they bro down, yeah. when they realize that they have competition, <laughs> they duke it out. Like they actually fight. Like right. really, alpha males do this. They sure. re- like they throw down, and then all of a sudden they're BFFs. Like they're absolute best friends. Yeah. Can never happen with women. And, that never happens with women, by the way. And, well, and what's interesting about the relationship too is that the color of the relationship always changes, and yeah. they're. All, they're at odds all the time. Yeah. You know, Batman could be a real dick, you know? And he oh, can, yeah. And he's... Uh, I, I'm interested to see this. I mean, this has never been put on screen before. I'm really mm-hmm. interested to see yeah. this tried and attempted. I, I don't know if it's going to be successful, but these were the books I grew up reading, man. World Finest was, uh, World's Finest was one of the monthly series I would buy. And then I went back in the back catalog and collected all the 60s stuff. And Which is why I wanted to discuss this with you today, because yeah. I had many questions after watching the trailer. Even though I knew the title was Batman vs. Superman, I got it. Yeah. I understood that they would be, you know, growing down at one point. But yeah. I just, I still didn't, under, I didn't understand the logic behind it, like why they would even fight to begin with. But I get it now. They've, they've got to duke it out before they can become bros. Yeah. There, that's yeah. it. That's what happens. Yeah, and, and I think, um, I, you know, I think Batman would expect that there would be a threat from Superman. So he's going okay. prepared for that, you know? Sure. And then maybe, you know, Luther's in the movie. Too. Everybody's in the damn movie. This is what's frightening about this thing. You yeah, know? it might be they've, too much. They've only teased a little tiny bit of what the story is, but mm. they've got, you know, Aquaman's in there. Uh, I feel like it's Wonder Woman's in there. We're probably going to see a little. Um, uh, I, I don't think they'll do Green Lantern. Maybe the Flash. Yeah, they probably will because they've already announced yeah, it, right? The, the Green Lantern's the only one who hasn't been cast, so I could. And, it's probably the only one who. Well, who is movie. Cyborg? Have they announced that? Or yeah, they. It's uh, some theater actor. So, oh, so nice. he'll, show he, he, he'll definitely be in it. He was yeah. cast more than a year ago. So, so that'll be weird. <laughs> That'll be weird if it's just like one, it's like seven origin stories in right. one movie. You know, well, that's going to be, I mean, and, well, then, I, and then they're going to be fighting and then they cut can't, to. They can't do that. It might be one of those like Lego movie situations where they just like go into a big room and they're all there and they're all talking and then like, hey, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be one of those. Um, I don't know. We can't see everyone's origin story. That's insane. I know. We just can't. Well, and I mean, they're going to have tons of movies after this to, to, you know, get oh, us yes, up to speed. Oh, yes, this universe. Oh, God. It yep. is exploding all over the screen. Uh, Blake, I'm sure that people have been commenting on... Yes, for sure. Oh, yeah. They're just yeah. Everything. You got any questions or anything? Uh, yeah. I can save them for the lightning round at the end, though. If you okay. Want. You want to lightning round it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, this goes... You guys mentioned Daredevil brief. Uh, oh, yeah. Briefly. We should talk about Daredevil. Somebody... Well, we do on. have to... I have to give a shout-out oh, yeah. to uh, Bear and Miss Baruti. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, who's in the chat right Yes, they're, oh, nice. they're in the chat. They made me this awesome Batman Hi. medallion. I probably won't wear it as a medallion outside of the basement. <laughs> I would probably hang it up, but look at this. It's so cool. That's that you wear that today because Scott's coming back next week. So, so cool and custom made. It's and really nice. I love little gifts like this. It's really thoughtful and very yeah, kind. Yeah, I it love that. It will go that. up on the wall up here somewhere. Definitely. Yes. It belongs in that wall for yes. sure. Yes, thank you. Um, very sweet. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um, such nice fans. Do, do hey. we want to um, spoil Daredevil? I feel like we should spoil our review. I, I feel like we should because people that watch uh, yeah. this, I feel like the people that take in, take part in this they should get, get all the spoilers love. anyway. The reviews yeah. will air. The review the will air on, air on Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. But so just before you start, someone asked a direct question. They wanted to know what you think of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Oh. I'm sure you will touch on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, because you and I discussed it in the review, uh-huh. um, you had to break it down for, for me because these are also comics that you have read yeah. growing up. Not, um, not so much growing up, more recently. Oh, really? And I don't have a breadth of uh, Daredevil stuff, but I've okay. read a bunch of Miller. I've read a bunch of Bendis. 
okay. uh, books, and, and I love the character. And, because and, of Wilson Fisk. Well, Wilson Fisk is an awesome villain, yeah, for sure. Sure, but I was, because some people have been saying that he's too soft in Daredevil. Because he's different than uh, the, and he's the not ultimate. as big and not as, as uh, you know, in big in terms of violence and stature yes. that he is in the books. He's but pretty damn creepy. He's creepy, and when he throws down, he yeah. throws down. Yeah. They, uh, this show is incredibly violent. Yeah. Um, surprisingly violent, but, though. But, you know, it's, it's more than that, though. It's realistic. It's, it gives you a sense right. of what would happen to a human being, mm -hmm. even a, a, you know, a, a powered human being with the ability to um, uh, close his eyes and meditate himself back to wellness which Daredevil can do. They, they explain some of the metaphysical, that, impractical ways that he can... difficult for me to wrap my head around. But, you know, even throwing that in there, they show what would really happen if the guy fell off of a building and landed on his back. And, he, I mean, he's at one point rescued out of a dumpster and he's I think, nearly I think dead. I twice he was <laughs> rescued out of a dumpster. Like, he just found his way into the dumpster a lot and Rosario Dawson seemed to just be there. Yeah. I, there, were, there were a lot of moments when I was watching that I just thought, okay, like, come on. That would never happen in real life. I know that this wouldn't, like, I get it. Daredevil would never actually happen in real yeah. life. I get that. But if you're trying to ground it in some kind of realism, the, there's no way they would be at this place at this time and always be at this place in this time. The closest they've come, though. Yeah. I think. You know, especially uh, maybe Super, the James Gunn uh, movie that um, Rain Wilson uh, starred in. Is that right, Rain Wilson? Yeah, Super. Yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was pretty realistic and gritty and super violent. But the... This was a phenomenal achievement, and I think they made both Daredevil and Kingpin the most important characters in the show. Mm. They found those characters. They they made believable versions of those characters. Yes. I think they they had a little problem with Foggy and with Karen Page. Yes. Uh, I loved Ben Urich. I loved um, some of the uh, supporting cast around uh, Wilson Fisk. Um, like some of the other bad guys in the show, but Fisk yeah. and Matt Murdock really were pinned. They were really well put Pun together. You know? uh, they were, for sure. I uh, I was into it. I really do. Uh, I don't know. I, I We talked about this in the review, and I doubt it will air because it's very personal, but I... Yeah. I so... Main character looks a lot like, a lot like my ex-boyfriend, and I couldn't, like, it was very difficult for me to watch, but mostly just his mouth, right? So every time he Is had... Is he a vigilante? Uh, no, no, he's just a dick. Okay. But, uh... Oh, it's, it's Dick Man. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. He, pol he polices the streets of Saskatoon, doesn't he? No, it was Saskatoon. It was Toronto. It was oh, my first Toronto. boyfriend when I went to Toronto. Okay, all right, okay. And, uh... Da -da -da, yeah. Dick Man! Who am I going to offend today? No, you no? know what? He's, he, he's an okay guy. Just, he did bad things. And right. so, for that, I cannot forgive. But, um... Uh, no, it was just weird to see. So I couldn't see him as this amazing man because every time you put this on, I would think like, oh, that, oh, that is really? too close to home yeah, for me. Yeah, but then he would flip and fly and kick people's guns out of their hands while doing yeah. backflips and then yeah. throwing and then his I baton like he... off of things. Sure, that but sometimes up. I felt like the acrobats came out of nowhere. <laughs> like when you were watching the show, <laughs> like sometimes they're just show. like, okay, now it's time for tumbles and flips. I, like why? I loved all that, and I also because it, it's so like the books. You know, they got as close as they could. Uh, but I love that he fights, and it was lots of uppercuts, and guys so just many flying. Whoosh! I mean, but that's very, like, ripped off of the comic book panels. But the thing, the analogy that I came up with, I remembered Unforgiven. And okay. the, uh, the incredible Western, the Clint Eastwood Western, with Gene Hackman. And there was uh, a character in that show, in that movie, that was embellishing the exploits of uh, one of the gunslingers in the movie. And so was writing a story about how heroic and over the top they were. Okay. And I felt... Watching the show, the comics are kind of that embellishment of All what's right. happening in the show. And then the show would be an embellishment of actually what would happen if, you know, a well-trained real human being put on a daredevil costume <laughs> well, and that, tried to do yeah. stuff. Okay, sure, because that know? was really the, embellished. It's like a little extrapolation, but we got so close, so much closer than Arrow, you know, and I love Arrow. <laughs> yes, but Arrow seems a bit more real. 
real. Like, just because he seems like he's a regular dude. And then I felt like Daredevil, he's just a regular dude. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, oh, I guess he can parkour. I don't know. Like, he just, just out of nowhere. And I don't know where, because those pieces weren't quite connected. Ah, okay. The training. The, and the training, all that can, wasn't connected. Because you see uh, Stephen Amell doing the actual thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You yeah. see Stephen Amell doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but all of the, you know, the uh, accentuated uh, extra character stuff and the metaphysical and the you know and and ninja stuff and like they go they go very extreme i think in it i i still love arrow they do but it yeah it feels very big and oh sure there yeah definitely yeah. there's some over the top moments definitely and it's of course fan service i think when those moments happen and i think there was a little bit of that with daredevil like they they just threw the acrobats in like for people yeah. that know that daredevil does behave this way well what's refreshing though is that it's different than arrow and it's different sure. than the Flash, except for when he talks about this is my city. This is my city, yeah. This is my city. Which is this all is shades of Batman, which I think was the sure. the blueprint for all of this, right? I mean, <laughs> sure. the, like Nolan really kind of laid down the foundation for how you would attri- approach these this superheroes. This is my city. Yeah. That was my uh, deepest voice. I can't do it. But uh, you know, I saw some people throwing shade at Arrow and the Flash after Daredevil. Did you say throwing shade? I did. I, I, I don't know. Is that, is that lingo that everybody's using? Uh, not uh, everybody. It can start right now. Okay. That's, that's no, but just basement first. Okay. Victor throwing Lucas hate. On shade is on fleek. Uh, on fleek. Uh, uh, at, <laughs> at Arrow and Flash saying it's not as realistic, it's not as gritty, it's not as cool as Daredevil. Yeah. And to that I say F you because <laughs> there is room for all three takes on all of these comic sure. superheroes, you know? The Flash is a very different show than Arrow is, and they're all both different Completely from Daredevil. Different. yes. Yeah. Uh, Not yeah. just in their PG-ness, but in uh, just in character stuff, and I think they all have value. They all uh, have merit. We should talk about the fact that Daredevil is on Netflix, though, and I do love that, for sure. I yeah. love all that, and I think it's uh, opening the door to allow more people into this world that maybe just don't have cable, and they just have Netflix, and they want to watch right. uh, a superhero kick some butt. Um, but I don't... Like, the whole binging aspect of Netflix, I jump right into. This is a very difficult show for me to binge. It was very difficult for me to go, like, let the next episode play, because I felt like I did need a little bit of a break from it. Because... <laughs> um, the violence and well, the I mean, intensity there were, of everything. This a guy actually put his hand in someone's on someone's rib and like cracked it. Oh yeah. And just pulled it out. And that was the only because there was some pretty dramatic That's cheese true. ball. Yeah. And they used it as a weapon. Used it, it as a weapon. Yeah. So there yeah. was some there was some gross stuff that happened. <laughs> there was and so, then, there's honestly so much gross stuff that happened. I forgot yeah. some of the gross stuff. Do you stuff remember that when the guy impaled him himself? Do you remember oh, when to he... Oh, to kill himself instead of... To kill of, himself? Yes, yeah. yeah. That was some nasty yeah. stuff. And, and I'm trying to And somebody got it right in the face, too, right? There were... A few people got it right in the face. No, no, like some kind of sharp, blunt instrument or well, something. Well, that was the impaling. Oh, was that it? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That was yeah. the impaling. Oh, he did man. it himself. Like Violent he, flashbacks. Yeah. Yes. He's like, oh, you should have just killed me. And then he does it to himself. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. I was cringing the whole time. There were so many moments where I had to look away yeah. and uh, like hide my face, and I couldn't believe it. And I felt like those are the moments that pulled me back into the show. So I, I felt like maybe violence was the overall, um, I don't know, something that enticed me to watch the show. Right. I didn't, I don't know if, it was like if there was enough. Sopranos level, mob level yeah, violence with had, superheroes. But Sopranos had more to it though when it came to the acting and yeah, the more, writing. More subplots. Uh, yeah, and, and the story. And, yeah. It, there was more to it than that. This felt, there was okay, a lot of moments that felt. Sopranos is better than Daredevil. Yes, I'll absolutely. Okay, good. As okay. long as we can. <laughs> Just yeah. by a titch. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I think the show has a long way to go uh, when it comes to just pacing. I yeah. feel like the pacing, there was a lot of relationships that were rushed. Just They're just too rushed. They just happened too quickly. Like Rosario Dawson, yeah. um, her character, just how they all of a sudden kind of developed this love story between them. But then all like they, she was just waiting for him to kiss her. I'm spoiling a lot, but I'm sure you yeah. guys have already seen this. Yeah. Um, I just felt like, yeah, but why? You feel like it's time to say that right now? You feel like this is the time to bring that up? Like, it's not, I just felt like none of it was real enough for me. Right. And I, I guess I'm dissecting too much. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But uh, I just expected a little bit, well, I think, a slower pace, I no, guess, for relationships. Honestly, if you have no familiarity with the source material, it's yeah. probably a little bit too much dunking right into the uh, into the stuff a little too quickly. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think if you know anything about Daredevil, you you obviously give it some, uh, uh, you know. What's his deal? Is he a playboy? 
No, not at all. Oh. I mean, he, he has relationships for sure, but he's, uh, he's a tortured Catholic. You know? Yeah, another thing. Religion yes. does play a big role in yeah. this. No, he's a tortured Catholic that, yeah. that can't believe that this is what he has to do to help save Hell's Kitchen. But he has to do it. He feels mm. like he's got the ability and, and uh, you know, which is the other part of uh, being true to his faith is that he wants to be the best, you know, person and save the, uh, the, the sure. people that can't help themselves out there. Sure. Know? I mean, I understand his appeal. Yeah. He's... You know. So that's super violent. But the other big geeky thing that came out this week was Mortal Kombat X or Mortal Kombat 10. You guys are... Yeah, Yeah. incredibly violent. You could... uh, I think they borrowed some stuff from Mortal Kombat in Daredevil, actually. But there's lots of... uh, There's there's testicle punching and the, and the, uh, the balls just pop like water balloons. And there, and, and there is, I'm serious, they go zoom in, close up, x-ray, squish, uh, and then there's, you know, skull cracking and, of course, spine ripping. Which is the ultimate uh, pain for a man, I would assume, oh, yeah, it's, would be it's the ball, brutal, yeah. literal ball busting. No, but then there's things where I think Goro uses one of his arms to smash into a guy's chest, rip it out, and then with his other hand, he pounds the guy's head into the middle of his stomach, and so... <laughs> He's, yeah, seems about he's, right. He's dead with a big hole, and his head is in the middle of his gut, and then he falls over. Nice. Fatality. Uh, yep, that's a good way to go. Yeah. Uh, oh. But you and Scott reviewed it. Yeah, Scott hated it. He's he's just had enough of it, and and you know to some degree, I'm not going to speak for him, but to some degree, I kind of understand where he's coming from because yeah. uh, this is a franchise that um, I, I d- consistently delivers a very familiar experience yeah. and every time they step up to the plate there is this uh, advancement in graphics and technology and it, there's a, a real showcase of uh, the prowess of the team mm-hmm. which is something that I respect uh, and appreciate but the uh, the core of it is if you've had en- enough at the Mortal Kombat buffet over the years and yeah. there has been a lot to eat from the Mortal Kombat buffet I don't know if this is the one that uh, you relate food to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but I don't know if this is the one that gets you right back in, and you're you're oh my god, I love it. It's like it's brand. Mortal I, Kombat. I mean, I I really think it's it's the tightest, coolest, slickest Mortal Kombat that they've made, but it feels like more of, uh, of the Mortal Kombat. And I think that's the business sort but of. But is it? But is it your go-to fighting experience? Is it your go-to fighting yeah. game experience? This is for you. No, it is not. No, okay. my, my go-to, if I'm going to pick something up, it's probably in, uh, Injustice now because of... Uh, yeah, it's good. I love that game. And yeah. there's so much about Injustice, I said this in the review, that has been uh, transposed to the Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah. And it's successful. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like the background, uh, you know, pieces that you can fight off mm-hmm. of and uh, uh, the, the jumping in the story between the different characters. So you get yeah. a feel for each of them. And the move sets and the uh, the mid level X ray moves and all that stuff like the superpower moves all that stuff is amazing, but so much of that and was in injustice mm-hmm. with the characters that I grew up with more superhero talk, that it was hard for me to forget about that yeah. and just lose myself in the new Mortal Kombat lore. I've, sure. I've, I'm not as big of a fan of the MK lore as obviously I am of the Would DC lore. Would you be into it though if they came out with a movie that was actually good? Uh, Mortal I think Kombat the movie. first one was actually not that terrible. I mean, it was cheesy, but I think it was... Oh, it was uh, super cheeseball. But it was fitting the the source material. I think that they... Uh, <laughs> it was so I, cheesy. Mortal Kombat was, has always been a kind of a cheesy reflection of, you know, the developer's kind sure. of take on all of the... Uh, uh, the the fighting exploitation movies that came out in the 70s, you know? I Maybe. mean, it was just always a, a shadow of that. I guess. Yeah. Maybe it was just the acting in that movie. It's fun to I watch, am Raiden, though. Yeah. God of Thunder. This is my Christopher Lambert for everybody. That's really good. Pow! That was really good. Uh, You've been nailing it. <laughs> Somebody in the chat wants to know if you think that Mortal Kombat fatalities are outdated. Mm. I don't know if they're outdated. I think, you, like, who in their right mind would release a Mortal Kombat game and not put fatalities yeah, into it? That's too iconic. Right? You know? Uh, That's what people are expecting. And I said this in the review, and I know Scott feels this. There there are just other franchises that maybe haven't innovated either, Mm. but the characters, and we're talking Street Fighter, you know, and I think both he and I love Soul Calibur like crazy. Sure, yeah. And I loved, you know, Ultimate uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. 
I don't think there's the much Marvel more stuff. that these fighting games can do, though, to evolve because fans of them expect certain things. Yes. Like when you go to Dead or Alive, obviously you're expecting a certain thing when you jump into the game and you're expecting a certain fighting style. Yeah. And you get, so I don't know how much more they can evolve on what they've already built because well, so, that's what people are going in for. That's, that's one of the reasons why I love Mortal Kombat yeah. is that they always throw in all of this heaps of other uh, ways to attack the game. So you're yeah. collecting the coins with a K and you're unlocking characters and funny, you know, babyalities or whatever they've thrown in there. Or, yeah. Uh, I know in this one that they're, they're going to be uploading uh, new backgrounds and environments on a regular basis throughout the year with, mm-hmm. the, with the game. Um, and sort of keeping this sort of persistent connection with the fan base out so there. So keeping the fans happy. People that purchase the game that want to play it all the time, they're keeping them happy. Yeah, and but Mortal Kombat, I think, has always gone above the uh, you know above the uh, above expectations with all of this extra stuff. At one point, they even had a, a, a kart racing game, a Mortal Kombat kart <laughs> racing game, mini game built into one of their games. And it, you know, like I've reviewed so many of these damn things. One of my yeah. first memories in this business was interviewing Tobias and and uh, Ed Boon, uh, the, John Tobias and Ed, Ed Boon, the two guys that co-created yes. the whole Mortal Kombat franchise about Mortal Kombat Two for the Super Nintendo at E3 in 1995. <laughs> And uh, I was one of the guys Flashback. that bought the Genesis first, and I bought uh, Mortal Kombat on the Genesis, mm. which had the violence and it didn't right. have on the Super Nintendo, and I could gloat about that. I was one of those guys, right? I was like, yeah, I got, I got the adult version of Mortal Kombat <laughs> from my home console. I said that about Aladdin. I got the adult version of Aladdin <laughs> on my Genesis. But uh, no, I, never, I didn't play Mortal Kombat growing up. It was, there was nothing about it that appealed to me. Yeah. Um, but that was a flashback. That was like a way back Have playback. You seen the sexist ad that's out there. Do with... you really want me to? No, because it's, it's sexist rage. because it's just dudes rushing to fight other dudes. Oh. And they're running away from girlfriends and wives and stuff. I don't think there are any women in the ad, <laughs> but uh, except the the women that the guys are running away from to go to a, watch a fight. That's surprising to me. Uh, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But at from your description, that's surprising to me. At this stage in the game. Uh, because there's so many female gamers. There are so many I female gamers wrong. that there love this game. There might be women that, in the crowd, but from what I remember, it was just a bunch of guys oh, all rushing towards each other. There are so many women now that play video games that I... I, I know. I mean, it should be... There's a lot of fantastic female characters in the uh, in the new game, including uh, Cassie Cage, the daughter of Sonya yes. Blade and, and John Ca- mm-hmm. Johnny Cage. So you know she's Spice. She's great. No, and I like the 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 one weird one is the uh, the cowboy that they <laughs> introduced. It just feels like the guys are just like, what have Let's we explore, done? Let's yeah. What, we've done about a million of these things. What kind of character? Well, cowboy. Have, Let's put a cowboy in. They this have story. to appeal to a certain demographic, right, a the certain genre. Demo. Yeah. Uh, the country western singers. The con- exactly. And, the crowd. and there are those out there. Oh, speaking of, I got yeah. my Taylor Swift shirt on. Today. Oh yeah, she's super country. She no, she's not country anymore. No. We have 10 minutes left, so we oh, should no. touch Are we kidding? Yeah. Holy crap. We need, oh, we need to touch on Guitar Hero Live and also where is Scott Jones. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, Scott Jones went to the Guitar Hero Live with Blake. Yeah. You guys broed out in... Did you guys have a battle in the streets when you broed out? Uh, no. You didn't just, have a Guitar no, Hero battle? We had though? a bro out battle the first time we met. Like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why you guys are BFFs now. Okay. Kind of like Batman versus Superman. Makes total sense. Yeah, so we went to the Guitar Hero, Hero Live event. Mm-hmm. We tried the game. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I think, just from my own experience, I think the new buttons are... Interesting, but they're going to take some getting used to for veterans of the game. Mm. Uh, we interviewed uh, the creative director of the game. That interview will be out next week. Mm. Uh, so well, what do you guys think of the game from what you've seen? Well, uh, Vic and I discussed it in the rundown. Yeah. I think today's rundown, right? It was today's rundown. Um, uh, yeah, the one that, yeah, the rundown, the rundown that airs today has Guterra a lot. Of right. So we discussed the whole We're plastic. skeptical as hell, I think. Of course. I think of you, course. We've got to boil it down to... Let's play it. Let's see what we think of this whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, we got burned on too many iterations before. Yes. It sucks that it's Guitar Hero versus Rock Band again. I don't think these things have to come out and fight each other like Batman versus Superman. Clearly, they need to bro out. <laughs> and maybe they'll come with know, a hybrid. And, and, and they're promising that there there won't be yearly iterations, at least on the Guitar Hero. They're, they're saying that guitar, the GH Live online stuff because the one thing that you can do in this thing is you can create your own music videos and post them live and stuff like that but they're going to still release stuff that we need to purchase yeah well it's only guitar focused so there's no singing 
which I well, always, I guess I'm out. I always love the singing I'm in these kidding, games. I never you know, like that oh. turns it into a party when you. Well, have... that's that's what makes it the party. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but then maybe there was a lot of complaints like people always want to sing and they fight over the microphone or people lost friends over it because they didn't <laughs> want to hear their voice anymore. Like, you can't even come to my party, bro. <laughs> I love you. You always take the, the mic. whole story. So yeah. Activision was getting these lo- these letters from people. <laughs> yeah, I don't maybe. like my friend anymore because you put a microphone yeah, in Yeah, so maybe that's why the mic is gone. I hate that guy. Important questions. Yeah. Uh, I think this is, uh, we'll go to E3. We will try these things. Yeah, we'll try we them. And we will see if we are excited. But, oh, yeah, so Scott is not here. He stayed in New York mm-hmm. because he, you know, lived in New York for a long time. Yeah, and he's touching base. He's touching base. He's getting, uh, he, you know, he's American. Sometimes he just needs to spend some time in America yeah. uh, to remember where he came from. Because sure. he's getting soft here, everyone. <laughs> he's getting soft here in Canada. So he's he goes. Healthy. He's getting healthy, yeah. but he's also getting soft. So yeah. uh, he just wants to, you know, he toughen up in America. He by large crowds in Yes, the in New York, yeah. yeah. Uh, but... Uh, speaking of getting healthy, though, I just want to throw this out there. I know I talked to you about it already. I got a lot of vaccinations this week. Yeah. And I was uh, feeling very feverish, but only at night, mm-hmm. which is very strange. And then I realized that I have yellow fever in my body, and yeah. I have... Does everybody know what you're doing? Oh, okay. So I'm uh, going to be climbing Machu Picchu. I'm doing, like, the four-day hike, which I'm terrified. And I am this is freaking terrified. not in a new Far Cry game. No, it's this, not. This it's is just really my own happening. little real-life video game yeah. that I'm going for. Uh, so I need to get vaccinated before I go or if, else I won't get back into if Canada. If you kill some badgers, you can make a holster. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Okay, sounds good. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, but because of these vaccinations, I... but So I'm fighting off these fevers at night yeah. that I'm getting. And last night was the first night I didn't have a fever. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what? Our bodies are amazing. Yeah. Our bodies are amazing. I had legitimate active diseases inside yeah. of me yeah. and it just fought it off and I Thanks feel for powerful. Thanks me at the movie. No problem. Like, by the way. Breathing no problem. Me. So you might have yellow fever soon okay. and <laughs> hepatitis A. Wouldn't that Good be luck amazing? with that. <laughs> no, that be amazing? but your body is amazing and uh, it will fight it off. But yeah. everyone, no, but you should get vaccinated obviously. Um, this is my vaccination speak only because I feel, I feel powerful now. I feel. You were before. I, I was. You were going to be hella powerful when you come back from climbing Machu <laughs> Picchu in Peru. Knock on wood though, because no, I'm going to fall down the mountain. But we, uh, we got to tell people what we're playing this weekend. What are you playing this weekend? Uh, we have time for a lightning round. And oh, we'll lightning round. We'll do lightning. So, uh, well, you and I are reviewing, um, Broken Age. Yes. So the second episode finally got released. My God! I'm so psyched to play this game. So I'm gonna, but I need to play it from start to finish again because yep. it's just been too long. Yep, totally. Uh, We're watching I'm Bloodline. I'm also squeezing some time. Oh, it's more Borderline, but I'm also squeezing some time in with uh, Pillars of Eternity. So I'm wow. just gonna say goodbye, and I'm gonna go into a uh, time capsule, <laughs> and you can let me out next Wednesday when I <laughs> come back to Civilization <laughs> because I got a lot of shit to play uh, and watch yeah, you now. Got a lot of stuff. Yes. Plus your dad. Yeah. Like there's just no. My tap dancing is on. Uh, and very tap soon. dancing yes. is happening. Gotta take my Adorable. Kid to tap dancing. Um. Yeah. I'm just going to be because we have Bloodline. I'm just also like look. I gotta be real with you. I need to finish Gilmore Girls and get the show the hell out of my life because okay. it's it. I'm living in this. I can't do can one I, binge and another binge. And can I, I need postpone to... my uh, season one of Gilmore Girls? Fine. Until you can postpone it till after, after Comic Con for something. No, after <laughs> Comic Con. No way. Comic Con's in. No, that's not gonna happen. So before that, it's okay. It's gonna be. I want you to do it when I'm in Peru. Holy. So when you come back, we can reminisce we'll, about the we'll glory days about, of Gilmore Girls. Well, I just we need to talk about. I want to know your thoughts on it. Really. Okay. All right. Um, I feel like we should get down okay. to biz about Gilmore Girls. Blake knows all about it only because his family watched it. He didn't watch it, but he <laughs> devastated me last week with the news that it just ended abruptly. Yeah, they I didn't know that. Yeah, pull a firefly on you at the end. That's they pull bullshit. a firefly. Which sucks, and that yeah okay. Anyways, we, got, we, we have get to into work it. in Firefly more into the basement. We we should yes. absolutely. Okay. Um, more things note. more things to binge Hold on Netflix on. if you have it today. Yeah. And then sorry, you want a lightning round? Go. Yeah, sure. So okay. we have three minutes left. Okay. So let's okay. try to get through all these. Okay. Yeah. Musical instrument controller of choice. This is for both of you. Microphone. Come on. Uh, well, the, yeah, I'm gonna say the guitar. I like the drums, but I'm not good enough. Yeah, I would go with guitar as well. I, I like them all, but I, I love the singing part of it. I love the fun. turntable, though, in DJ Hero. That was awesome, too. Yeah. yeah. And it's those guys that are making the new Guitar Hero song. There I'm psyched go. about that. Cool. Nice. Uh, so, Vic, what recent graphic novels do you recommend? Oh. Uh, Saga, the Brian K. Vaughn series. Incredible. So cool. Um, it's crazy adult sci-fi, 
Uh, this is the, the writer behind uh, Why the Last Man, and his other book that nobody talks about is Ex Machina, which was also incredible. So a little Brian K. Vaughn shout out. Hold and on any, a second, we just saw that, we just saw a movie. Uh, no, that was called? It, uh, we saw... Ex yeah, Machina. Ex Machina, yeah. It, well, there's a comic series, nothing like the movie, called Ex Machina as well. I'm well, pretty sure Well, you should go that see right. that movie if you haven't. Yeah, see also, the movie and read Oscar the Isaac's, comic. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Going to be in Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Orphan ahead. Black Season 3, are you guys excited? I no. haven't watched any of that. I've never watched Orphan Black. Okay, I apparently have to watch on? Gilmore Girls before I can watch Orphan Let's, Black. Yeah, because that's, the, yeah, that's okay. how you get into Orphan okay. Black. You All right. Gilmore Girls. I hear it's a spinoff of uh, <laughs> Yeah, Gilmore probably. Girls. No, I want to watch Orphan Black. Our, uh, yeah. our, uh, our, our buddy from uh, Far Cry 3, isn't it? What's with uh, Michael Mando? Uh, yeah. There are, yeah, a lot yes. of amazing Canadian actors mm-hmm. in that. Cool. Uh, okay, thoughts on GTA 5 for the PC. I know you've played it a bit. It's incredible. It's 60 frames per second. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like another game. It's like, especially when you're in the driving scenes at 60 frames per second, it's like you're in need for speed in the middle of... Do you do first person? I, and I tried first person a bit too, but it's all so fast moving and beautiful and you can turn the details right. If you have, you know, a souped up PC, I've got a pretty good one. And uh, it <laughs> runs... Brag, but... it, I don't have the best one, but I have a pretty good one and it runs beautifully well. Absolutely worth getting. It's It broke uh, even... non-Valve Steam records for yep. most play at the same time. And apparently it has the highest meta score for any PC game right now. Higher it, than Half-Life 2, which is it's shocking. Half-Life 2 it's, is the best game ever. You know, you're as big a fan of this game yeah. as I am. You got it for the PS4 as yes. well as PS3. It's right? very impressive on the PS4. Yeah. yeah. But it's 30 frames per second. Yes. It's it's a revelation. It's like a holy crap, you know? It's like a brand new thing. So play it if you got a PC, for sure. Well, speaking of visually stunning games, do we plan to review I Am Bread? <laughs> uh, we are, I think. Is it in the pipeline? I think, yeah. yeah? I think we're going to Didn't be... we review it last year as a... Uh... No. No, that was because another gimmicky. That... It was, it, we, we, we did Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator, Simulator goat which Simulator. I heard is just on the Xbox One also, now, so congrats. Also, Octo, Octodad has the console, same kind of mechanic, so... <laughs> okay, um, Vic, yeah, I am Brett. Vic, do you plan to make your own superhero show, and if you do, what's it about? My, do I plan to make my own superhero show? Um, I, I actually did. I might as well say this because it's not going to happen. But you know, you, you, when you create a production company, you come up with all kinds of uh, different tangents that you might take your production company in. Okay. I wrote up a whole treatment on Metal Men, which was a, a DC uh, series out of the 50s. Uh, with uh, iron, tin, uh, mercury, and, and uh, platinum, and, and lead, I think, are the, the different metal heroes. Uh, they were all, you know, it's kind of Fantastic Four, but all the characters are made out of metal. And I thought that would be an incredible film to bring out, or a television series. That's uh, one of the, that, that was rumored to be getting I, a live action show, because every DC I know. thing has a show now. Well, right? it makes sense, and uh, I really saw that as an untapped thing. And, you, you know, I was much younger, so I was much more, uh, uh, believing that good ideas would just filter up and anybody would pay attention to a good sure, idea. Sure, but sure. it's like we're seeing with Michelle McLaren leaving Wonder Woman. It's not yeah, so easy not the case. to you know, wind your way through all of that stuff. But I, I, uh, I actually would love to see something like that come out you know, okay. down the pipeline. Okay. But uh, you know what? After watching Daredevil, my first thought was, why is there not a Batman television show, like a real Batman show well, with this level of sophistication? Um, yeah, you know, why do we have to wait? Know. This is a, a character that's grounded in reality. We know that he's going to be in movies too, but why do we have to wait? Why can't we watch an awesome Batman series too? Because maybe he's too big for the small screen. Mm, he, he, is, he is, but the small screen could give us all kinds of interesting tales. And in fact, what I thought of with Gotham is uh, monopolizing this, this superhero talk. This is what Hollywood has done. For, for geeks like me. I, uh, I would take Gotham and I would say every season is five years in the future. Oh. And, and, then, and then you would start to, you would hire some new actors, but some actors you could naturally age. And then you would start to see the origin of Batman and you would see him get out in the streets. And okay. that would bring that much needed level of vitality to that series because it's, right. it's struggling. I watch episodes and at the end of them I go, meh. Mm-hmm. And then I start the next one, you know. Like there's a lot of. It's a beautiful show. Like they've done and then a great I still job. Click on the next one. Well, they've they've done a really good job with the production, and there's some really interesting elements. But yeah, uh, yeah they need to fix it. Plus Batman. 
Okay, yeah. last question for yeah. the lightning round. Yeah, Marissa. What? Are you excited for all the new Animal Crossing stuff that's coming? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always much. excited about Animal Crossing, and I'm so excited uh, that you know, Vic. I'm. I would love to review this stuff with you, but I think that I should make Scott yeah, no, view anything yes, Animal Crossing yeah, uh, from here on out. Yeah, because I, agree. Um, I don't. I feel like he. In fact, we should just make him do some solo Animal Crossing yes, stuff. Yes, all of it. What do you think? Uh, I love that because yeah. I really want him to dive into the world a little bit more. I feel like because a lot of people only take Animal Crossing for what it looks like on the surface. Yeah. Which yes, it's a very cute scene. Doesn't seem like you're doing much of anything, but once you actually live in this world, you there's so much you have to do, and you, you need to be rent. responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you gotta pay the mortgage eventually. You, you pay and own that thing a certain. Okay, you see, now you're making me feel like you don't like it either. No, I like it a lot. I think it's cool. Okay. But I think I respect you. The thing with these sim type games, though, that always drives me crazy is mm -hmm. like, I have enough pressure. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't, got real life problems, I, man. I, I don't wanna come home and be like, like, have the game, like, <laughs> yakking at me. Like, do your shit in the game. It doesn't you, though. It doesn't. You you need to be a responsible, uh, not human being. Well, you are the when, human in Animal Crossing. When games become your wife, that's kind of what, <laughs> what it is, right? <laughs> or your husband. Yeah. You know? Like, you got to take out this diaper into the trash can. You got to clean the dishes. Okay, clean the house. A, get a job. There, there's none it's of like, that. There's, well, that's the there, Sims, but... Uh, that's, yeah, that's the Sims. It's a completely different thing. Animal Crossing is much better than the Sims, I and agree. you know that. Yeah, of course. Like so I'm very show. excited, of course. Thank mm -hmm. you for the question. Um, and I hope... About that. Yeah. yeah, and thank, thank you, you so much for watching. And we have Game of Thrones chats now. Uh, if you didn't catch this week, you can still watch it, but we're going to have it on Monday. Yep. And Scott will be joining us uh, this Monday. He'll be yes. back. So, yeah, episode two, to, two of Game of Thrones. We're going to chat about that. The, the greatest geek spring and summer continues yeah. this weekend. Watch uh, Game of Thrones. Restart your Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't need to some, restart it. Play, play yeah. some Game of Thrones. Or play some uh, uh, Pillars of Eternity or some Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Or some Half-Life 2. Or some Half-Life 2. Any and all fun. of that, man. Just so have a good weekend, but also get outside with. because it is lovely yes, out. Yes, it is. It is lovely out today. I don't know if it's lovely where you are, but it's lovely here and people should come, get out. Come to Vancouver, hang out with us. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye. See you next time. Stitcher! <laughs> Vic's Basement would like to thank its sponsors, EB Games, Nintendo, Xbox, and Game Loft.